Hello, this is Jen Springer, and I'm excited to share with you some stuff today that's been on my heart, thinking about your business and getting that to be in momentum and successful. So we'll get into that in just a minute, because I want to talk about the reason why you could be stuck is because you're trying to sell your product. <laughs> I know, it's like, what does that mean? So for those of you that don't know me, I'm Jen Springer, and I've been in network marketing since 2001. I've been with the same company. I've been through momentum times. I've been through times where I was stuck for a long time. I've had people come and go and, you know, build my business in every which way you can possibly imagine. Uh, radio ads, print ads, Facebook ads, expos, vendor events, uh, obviously one-on-ones, meeting people, I mean, on and on, you know, there's just, if there was somebody that I could talk to, I would about my business. And I would look back and I'm like, well, you know, why is it easy for me to build and, and harder for other people? You know, I can sponsor anybody I want to sponsor. And it's why, you know, it took me a long time to figure out that answer. And I remember back, oh my goodness, it was probably 2002 or three. I think it was actually my second convention that I was at the company that, you know, the company conventions that we all have. And I was sitting next to a lady who looked at my badge and my badge had indicated that I was at a rank where I was making a few thousand dollars a month at the time. And she looked at my badge and she goes, well, how long have you been with the company? And I said, well, I've been in the company for two years. She said, well, how the heck did you get to that rank? You must be lucky. And I remember I was eating my lunch and I kind of like stopped chewing and I was like, I don't know if I'm lucky. You know, I just thought that in my head, I'm like, am I lucky? You know, is this all luck? And then I asked her, I said, well, how long have you been doing this? Because her badge said that she was at one of the first ranks. I said, she was, well, I've been trying for almost 10 years since the company opened. And uh, at the time it was almost 10 years. And I, and I said, uh, Really? I said, well, what have you been talking to people? And she goes, yeah, all the time. I'm telling people about how great the products are and this and that. And, and I was perplexed at why this person who's been talking to a lot of people couldn't sponsor anybody. And, you know, you may have seen that yourself or experienced that self. You'll see, you know, why are some people wildly successful? You know, they join a company and the ranks they go and they're making money and you're sitting there and you're picking your nose, <laughs> not literally, but you're sitting in the dust and wondering what's happening, you know, or you might be the one who is wildly successful. I'm one of those people that I can sponsor anybody. I've never had a problem with objections. I just have this, you know, fortunate thing, you know, with the way I take my perspective on this. And, and then I see people who cannot enroll their best friend or their mom. You know, if you can't enroll your mom, that's like super scary, right? So what's happening there? So what really, what is happening? And some people have things that they need to work through and personal growth and all that stuff. But I know I want to talk about one thing in particular I've seen, and I had this epiphany about that I thought would be a great topic for you, is that, you know, the reason why people get stuck is they're trying to sell their products. And I'll get into that and things to say and all that stuff. But, you know, we get excited when we join a company and that excitement is magnetic and contagious and the sparkle in your eye talking about how great your product is and how excited you are and sharing your story is, is going to attract people. And you can sponsor the low-hanging fruit. You know, you can sponsor the people that are like 
your good friends or somebody that you know is really interested in the type of product or service you have. And you can get through that first couple layers of people and either you may or may not, you might not even be sponsoring anybody after that. But so the excitement, you know, gets, you, you know, you, you rolling and you sponsor some low hanging fruit. You might get some checks, you know, a couple hundred bucks or 50 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever. And then the stucks come in, you know, after the circle of trust that a person has an under influence in their life, you know, is tapped, the stucks come in. And they say the number of people that we know in our circle is about 200. So that's why they always say like, make a list of 200 names or something like that. I don't know if that's always true, you guys. <laughs> I will be really honest. When I started in network marketing, I had no friends and my family, I pretty much shoved uh, the product in their face and said, give me your money. <laughs> it was not very tactful, but a lot of us don't have a circle of of influence. Yeah. Mine was maybe, maybe 20 extreme introvert here. You guys like super scientists, lots of science degrees. Uh, I'd rather be with animals than people most days. And you know, I, 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 yeah. So my circle was not 200 people. So that list of 200 names would not have existed if I had to make it and definitely pre-social media, right? (laughs) There was no list of 200 names. And so I couldn't go and go through that list, but I did work some of those people that I knew and I did enroll them. But then I had to figure out a way to get beyond that initial circle that I had. I had to get into the new layers, the new networks. That's why it's called network marketing. But if, I, if people don't do that, they get stuck. And I've seen it in my own team. You know, They go through their friends and family and then they get stuck. I've seen it in Crossline. I've seen it in people I've mentored over the years. And the stucks come in after they go through that. So why? You know, what's happening? Well, there's a lot of reasons. And I know there's many. And you can probably think of some too. But I know after thinking about it today, being inspired about this topic, is that distributors are trying to sell their products. And they're telling people how super galactically awesome their product is. And then how it's going to fix them and save their life and make money and all this stuff. And they don't even know if there's a need. You know, this is, a, I don't take this the wrong way, but this is an amateur way of doing this. You know, in sales, we think of sales as if somebody has got, you know, to just pitch and tell and pitch. And unfortunately, that doesn't work. It's a very amateur way to go about this business. And I, I'm fully behind the, Uh, adage that we hear is that, you know, we make in this industry what we are worth. And if your check is $50, you got to work on some things. And if your check is 5,000, you've gotten to that point where you've got the skill and the capacity and the personal growth to make $5,000 a month. But if you want to get to 10,000 a month or 20,000 a month, you have to expand and get the skills and do the actions and get the momentum to, in order to get to that income. And it takes a lot <laughs> to get there. You know, it takes a lot of rocket ship fuel to get the rocket into, into orbit. And, and to me, that orbit is $5,000 a month in, in income from your commissions. And it doesn't happen easy. It doesn't happen talking to three or four people a month. It doesn't happen doing one presentation a quarter. It doesn't happen by spending $5 a day on your ads on Facebook. 
you know, it happens when you hit momentum and you're all in and that you also have the skill and you have the personal belief in yourself and in your product, your company, and the industry to do it. And, you know, we have to solve problems in this industry. You are a problem solver. You've got to care more about that person that is in front of you or in your life than you do about that product or that check. Because when you, when you help people solve their problems, you're going to have rewards abundantly. And if you show people how to solve problems, they're going to be abundant. When you know, we pitch our products, it's all about us. It's about our commission. It's about sponsoring that people, that people, that person, not grammatically correct at the moment. Um, so if we, if we make it about our product, we're, we're being selfish. We're being, you know, we're not listening to that person in front of us. They're not being heard. And when we work on focusing problem, on solving problems, we're, we're going to have a much greater closing ratio. This is really the secret to this business. You know, people always ask me, what's the secret? You know, what do I need to be doing right now? What's the, the, the main thing that's, you know, current? I'll tell you what, solving people's problems will never go out of style. You know, people right now have a lot of problems, okay? People have problems no matter what's going on in the world, but people have problems and they may or may not be talking to you about them. You may or may not know about that, but if your only agenda is to sponsor them, you're not going to. You're going to be considered, you know, uh, a product pusher or, you know, your agenda of getting them into your business. And I know this for a fact, you know, there's, uh, you know, I've seen the trends in my own, you know, self when I, and I focus on people's problems and solving them, I can do so much better. I heard a story the other day. <laughs> so it's a relevant story, but it's a funny story. So I was talking to a friend of mine at the barn, you know, I have horses and uh, it's my why for network marketing. So I can have horses and show them and stuff. And that's why I wanted to originally quit corporate. So I could have the freedom and the income obviously to do that. And so we're having this conversation and this uh, friend of mine, her name is April. She said that she, we were talking about high school and stuff like that. And she said that she had this guy that they knew and, you know, she still sees him and now he's kind of a has-been, but back in the day, you know, high school and in through his twenties, he was a super stud and he could get any girl he wanted to go home with him. He could go into a bar and single out a girl and go get her and she'd go home with him. And he was known for this. Like he was the guy that could do whatever, you know, it was to get the girl to go home with him. It didn't matter, any girl. And his friends would challenge him, you know, this, you know, get her. And she'd, he'd go and sure enough, he would, you know, succeed. So finally, my friend asked and, you know, she was having a conversation with him and she said, well, how do you do it? How, how do you get those girls to go home with you? And he said, well, I don't know. It just happens. And she goes, no, dude, like, really? Like, how do you get any girl you want to go home with you? Because he was, he was attractive, but he wasn't like, well, he wasn't very attractive, she said. She said oh, he was okay attractive. So she, but she's like, what's your magic? Because obviously you're doing something. And he finally gave up the secret. He said, well, I could tell you what it is. He goes, I walk up to her. And I start asking her about her. What does she like to do? Is she in school? You know, what does she do with her friends? And da, da, da. He said, I make the whole conversation about her and I just listen. 
And then as the night goes on, he said, I just keep, you know, asking her more questions about the stuff that she's told me about. And I'm just, you know, I don't even talk. I just keep talking to her about her friends and her life and this and that. And then she wants to go home with me. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, I started laughing when I heard the story. And I thought internally, I said, you know, that's exactly the secret to any of this in, and not to taking people home, obviously. But the whole secret to this is um, making these conversations about them and asking questions about them and being curious about them. And, you know, instead of being about you and say, you know, selling your product and pitching your business opportunity and how super amazing those antioxidants are and your skin is going to look like you're 12 again and you're going to lose so much weight, your pants are going to fall off the next time you go jogging instead of that agenda of yours to really focus it on that person. And I'll never forget, I was, I used to teach a business class in college, you know, for college students. And I remember I gave them an assignment and I taught them the F-O-R-M, the forming exercise, which, you know, I, we've, many professionals talk about it in the industry. I initially heard it from, I think, Danny Johnson back in like 2007 or something like that. And it was such a relief for me because I finally had a formula to talk to people as, a, as an introvert. You know, I was doing well in my business already, but it really helped me be less uh, socially anxious. But I gave my students this homework assignment and I said, I taught them about form because they were in business. They were mostly massage therapists. And I said, you have to be a people skill person in order to be successful in any business. And a massage therapy business is more of a luxury business and they can go anywhere besides you. So you've got to have some people skills. So I, I taught them about form, you know, family is the F, O is occupation, R is recreation, and M is the message of whatever you want to convey about that, depending on their answers. And so I taught them about form and their assignment was to go form like five people that they don't know throughout the weekend or, you know, somebody in their life. But I was preferring that it was somebody they didn't know. And I could tell you that the next week when I asked them their results and I had them raise their hand and tell me, I think out of the 12 people that were in that class or 13, two of them, one of them actually got a boyfriend out of it. And the other one was asked to do just like this other guy was asked to go home with this rock band that came into town. Actually, they were asked to go on the bus, if you know what I'm saying, with the rock band. Because she said that she was at this concert and she started talking to one of the band people and started forming them. And then she was invited on the bus. I thought, oh my gosh, this was too successful, this assignment. <laughs> and you know, other people, and they just said it was really incredible to have a formula to talk to people. So if you don't know what to talk to people about, and you get a little clammed up socially, just start asking about their family and their friends, talk about what they do for work, their occupation, what they like to do for fun and things like that. And it, it really is great. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh, it was, I was so almost embarrassed as a teacher hearing <laughs> the results. Like I said, one started dating a new guy because of that uh, conversation opening and, and working. And it was just really funny, but it was very successful. And they, they were able to employ that in their business. And it's not, wasn't network marketing, but they really were able to uh, employ that into their life and it helped them with their business expansion as they were starting to practice in their massage businesses. So how do we apply that into this business of network marketing? 
Well, it's very simple. Again, it's about asking questions, not about pitching or trying to sell your super galactic, you know, new age skincare that everybody needs, right? Because everybody has skin. Uh, so everybody wants more money, right? So like if you join me now, I want to on the ground floor, you're going to make more money and you're going to be the one that's in before everybody else. That nobody gives a rip about that, okay? So you've got to work with their problems. So some of the questions you can ask, and mind you, take this, uh, what I'm going to tell you is very powerful. It can almost be used as a Jedi mind trick, okay? You already heard some stories on how that's very powerful, but this Jedi mind trick works so well that you can get, you have great power when you do this. So take your agenda and your ego and you push it down when you talk to somebody, move into your heart space and start asking them really genuine questions about their life. Like, how long has this problem been going on? And I'm going to use the word problem for whatever. It could be, I don't sleep well. It could be, I'm working three jobs. It could be, my pants are too tight and whatever it is. Okay, problem. I'm just going to use the word problem as to what they're telling you through the conversation. You can say, wow, well, well, how long have you been having this problem? And you wait for them to tell you three years, six months, whatever. Well, what have you tried? What have you tried to do to solve this? And they're going to tell you. And you can probe a little deeper and say, well, what are you afraid is going to happen if you don't fix this? And then you wait and you let them talk. And then you ask them, well, do you want to fix it? You just have that curiosity tone in your voice. Well, do you want to fix this? Is this important for you to fix? And you listen. And if you feel it's appropriate, you can talk about your company now or not. This would be the M part of form and message. But this, this person's like, eh, I don't care to fix it. I don't mind sleeping one hour a night. It, it keeps me crabby and I like being crabby and being a jerk. <laughs> But if they, if they sound like they are wanting to fix the problem, then you present a solution. You can say, well, I'm not sure if you're keeping your options open with, you know, you're telling me about, you know, you're, you're working three jobs and you don't see your kids anymore and you're, you're not sure you're going to be married much longer because you don't even know what your spouse looks like. I don't know if you're keeping your options open, but, you know, you're telling me this is what's happening. And, you know, the company I work with may or may not be a way to help you. You know, it's been a way for me to make a couple extra thousand a month or, what, you know, I was able to quit my job because of it. But, you know, how about, how about we set aside a time to talk maybe next week? And if it's a fit, great. You know, that's awesome. And, and maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't really know if you're the right fit for what we do. But what if it was a way for you to be able to drop, you know, one or two of those jobs and you could be at home with your daughters at night? So maybe next Tuesday, I've got Tuesday open, like at, you know, between five and seven. How does that work? So you got to take that space of humility. Okay. And, and put, remember, this is not about you enrolling the person. It's really about you discovering if what you do can help them. It's helped you. Maybe you can help them on another aspect with even talking about product. I'm just going to use example for sleeping. because it's an easy one. So how long have you not been sleeping well? Oh, two years. Hmm. Well, what have you tried to, to do to fix that problem? Oh, you've tried all that. And then none of it's worked. Well, 
what are you afraid of is going to happen if you don't sleep? And they're going to tell you. And you can say, well, is this something you want to fix? Oh, okay, you do. You don't want to, you don't, you don't want to be waking up all night and be crabby all day and falling asleep at your desk or you tell me you almost hit two trees because you went off the road because you fell asleep at the wheel. Mm, that's pretty serious. Well, I don't know if you're keeping your options open or not, but you're telling me that you've had this sleeping problem for two years and it's almost cost your life and you've gotten written up on your job. You know, you know, I work with this company, blah, blah, blah. And it may or may not be a way to help you, but I know if you've got any testimonials too, you can send them in here. But I know that when I have been totally awake at night, staring at the ceiling and my mind is going hundred miles an hour, I've tried X, Y, Z thing and it's worked really well for me and it's worked really well from some of my other friends. And so I don't know if you, you know, have time next week, we could talk about it. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe it won't. But what if it did? That'd be kind of cool, huh? So um, how about next Tuesday at, at 6? I got a little slot open, you know, and, and don't feel like you have to do this, but what if it worked? I mean, it might be super awesome, wouldn't it? So again, when you present your company and your solution, pull it away. Just say, this may be for you or not. This might not be a fit, or maybe it is. Wouldn't that be cool? It may or may not help you. Uh, you know, and you, if you leave them a door out to escape and say no, then they're not going to feel pressured. Even a lot of people will say no, just because they feel pressured. And if they don't feel like they have a, a, a way out, you know, they feel like they're backed in a corner of no option. But if you say, Hey, I don't know if this is for you or not, it might not be, maybe you're not even qualified to work, you know, with me and my company, you know, and that's true, honestly. <laughs> so you can position it that way. Um, you can also say something like, hey, you know, especially people you really know well, you can say, hey, you know, I've been doing this company. You know that company I've been doing for 20 years. And they have some options that can really help you with, uh, you know, helping your baby sleep in the afternoon. You're telling me that you're losing t two hours in the afternoon from one to three with a, a baby that's screaming at the top of your lung, their lungs and you just want to go hide. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Do you keep your options open outside of the box? You know, you've you know, you tried everything and maybe something out of the box might work. So who knows? Maybe it'll help. You know, keep, keep that uh, position of humility and discovery there when you're talking to somebody. Okay. It's very much a, a nice way to allow somebody to come to you. Think about when you're talking to somebody in person and they get too close to you and you step back and they step forward again, and then you step back, and then they step forward. If you've ever done that in a conversation, if you haven't, try it. <laughs> try leaning forward to somebody in a conversation. Notice if they lean into you or lean back. And it's the same way. If you give people an out saying, I don't know if this is for you. I don't know if this is a fit. This may not work. This maybe will be, maybe not, maybe, you know, I don't know. When you give people that door open, you're leaning back, and they're more likely to come forward and step into your space. So, but when you fire hose somebody saying, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I got this magic potion and you can put it on your baby and that baby's going to sleep like a rock and you're going to be able to get so much stuff done and you're going to want to tell your friends and your family and then who knows, you may qualify for the Hawaii trip and then you can quit your job and you can retire because you're going to make so much money. It's so amazing because network marketing is really, really not a pyramid. I mean, the ultimate pyramid is actually corporate America. And if you don't think about that, there's one president, there's a couple of VPs and you know that's really the pyramid, but network marketing is not a pyramid. Everybody's got the equal opportunity and I'm at the top of the pyramid, but maybe you could be at the top of the pyramid. And so like, 
like, you just got to do it. Like, you know, this is so, this is the best product. I mean, they're totally organic. It's been tested a hundred times. There's no heavy metals, no glyphosate, no GMOs. I mean, it is really the best. I mean, I know there's other companies out there that have the same thing, but we're really the best because we were the original and that's just because we're the best and everybody copies us. And so I know you're going to want this for your baby. So do you want it? People are like, oh, I've got to go now. My house is burning down. <laughs> so <laughs> but do you, I, I hope that you're having some discovery on what could be happening with your business and why you're not closing. Uh, so take that position of that. What I just did for you, my little run there was me trying to sell my company, my product. So when we try to sell and we push, people will push away. If you step back and you're curious, you ask questions, you're finding out their problems, you're proposing a possible solution or not, they're going to step in your space and they're going to be very happy that you made the offer to them to help. So I hope this is a benefit for you. I had this on my heart today to tell you about this because I was thinking about, okay, why do... What, I don't know. It just popped in my head. I literally wrote it down. You know, reason why you could be stuck is because you're trying to sell. You're trying to push and pimp your product and pushing people away. So that was my thought to get this recorded for you, get this up, you know, in the podcast. Um, please share this podcast with others. Uh, there's little share buttons, send them the link, you know, things like that. And uh, you're able to, to go on with that. I've got more content. I've got interviews coming. Your time just goes so fast. Sometimes I don't realize, oh my gosh, it's been a week or so. Um, you know, I took a little time off and I'm getting going again with this. I'm just figuring out, you know, what exact messages I want to share with you with the experience I've had. I've been around a long time and I've seen a lot of things. And I think that sharing some of those learnings for, with you are going to be helpful for you and your business. And if today this little message could just make the big difference of you increasing your enrollment ratio, then it was worth me recording this for you and you listening to it. So um, tune in next time. I will talk to you soon. I hope you have an amazing uh, rest of your day, however your day is going and uh, be well. And we'll, we'll have another episode coming soon.